Hello, I'm Mary, and you're listening to First Pages Readings. In this podcast, I explore reading and celebrate books as cultural messengers. Each episode, I'll read from three books of either fiction, nonfiction, young adult, middle grade, or poetry. Hello, and welcome to First Pages Readings, Episode 3. And thanks for joining me. I'm excited to introduce today's young adult novels, each of them enjoyable and interesting in different ways. So let's get started. Today's first book is We Hunt the Flame by Hafsa Faisal. If you read one YA novel this summer, let it be this one. Beautifully written, the story is compelling and expansive and completely captivating. The first page of We Hunt the Flame. And as always, any mispronunciations are respectfully unintentional. People lived because she killed, and if that meant braving the R's where even the sun was afraid to glimpse, then so be it. On the occasional good day, Zafira bint Iskandar mused that she was braver than the sun itself. Most days she couldn't wait until the evernight R's was behind her, and she was firmly rooted in the plains of her caliphate, Dama Snow and all. Today was one of those days, despite the antlers rough against her hands. She stepped free of the cursed prison of a forest, pretending her sigh was due to her task being complete, rather than a product of the tightly coiled fear unwinding in her heart. The morning sun kissed her cheeks in welcome. Marhaba to you too, coward. Sunlight was always faint in the caliphate of Demenhur, because the sun didn't know what to do with the snow that should be sand. Before her, the sea of white rolled out smooth and pristine, gifting her a moment's contentment in her solitude. Today's second book is Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. I'm a big fan of this author's book series. She's a skilled storyteller and a skilled developer of fantasy worlds. Engaging from the start, this book is an epic and fun read. The first page of Throne of Glass. Any mispronunciations are unintentional. After a year of slavery in the salt mines of Indovier, Selena Sardathian was accustomed to being escorted everywhere in shackles and at sword point. Most of the thousands of slaves in Indovier receive similar treatment, though an extra half-dozen guards always walk Selena to and from the mines. That was expected by Adarlan's most notorious assassin. What she did not usually expect, however, was a hooded man in black at her side, as there was now. He gripped her arm as he led her through the shining building in which most of Endovier's officials and overseers were housed. They strode down corridors, up flights of stairs, and around and around until she hadn't the slightest chance of finding her way out again. At least that was her escort's intention because she hadn't failed to notice when they went up and down the same staircase within a matter of minutes. Nor had she missed when they zigzagged between levels, even though the building was a standard grid of hallways and stairwells. Today's next book is An Ember in the Ashes by Sabah Tahir. This author's writing is smooth as satin. Her story launches from page one and accelerates every page after that. 
This book is hard to put down. The first page of An Ember in the Ashes. My big brother reaches home in the dark hours before dawn, when even ghosts take their rest. He smells of steel and coal and forge. He smells of the enemy. He folds his scarecrow body through the window, bare feet silent on the rushes. A hot desert wind blows in after him, rustling the limp curtains. His sketchbook falls to the floor, and he nudges it under his bunk with a quick foot, as if it's a snake. Where have you been, Darren? In my head, I have the courage to ask the question, and Darren trusts me enough to answer. Why do you keep disappearing? Why, when Pop and Nan need you, when I need you? Every night for almost two years, I've wanted to ask. Every night, I've lacked the courage. I have one sibling left. I don't want him to shut me out like he has everyone else. But tonight's different. I know what's in his sketchbook. I know what it means. You shouldn't be awake. Darn's whisper jolts me from my thoughts. He has a cat's sense for traps. He got it from our mother. I sit up on the bunk as he lights the lamp. No use pretending to be asleep. It's past curfew, and three patrols have gone by. I was worried. I can avoid the soldier's lie. Lots of practice. He rests his chin on my bunk and smiles mother's sweet, crooked smile. A familiar look. The one he gives me if I wake from a nightmare or we run out of grain. Everything will be fine, the look says. He picks up the book on my bed. Gather in the night, he reads the title. Spooky, what's it about? Thank you for spending time with me today. If you liked listening to the episode, please subscribe, and you'll be notified when another episode goes live.